Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio. Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motorbar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors preachers and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced you can also catch us on live 365 24 7 just search the thomas voice radio network and you're in there walk with us family let's go at javina distributing we got your covering for your winter and summer needs one size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and 
and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the pain. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to walk? Let's go! What's good, family? This is your boy, the psalmist voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! Jesus Christ. 
and family. Today is the last show for this series, The Spiritual War of Depression. We got breakthrough. This is the last show. We're going to give you some tools and tidbits to help you through it right here, right now. But before we get into all that, do y'all hear something? Uh, uh, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. It is said nothing about a thunderstorm in the forecast. Oh, 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 that's why. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you, we have one half of the Thunder and Lightning brother and sister duo. We have Brother Don of Brother Don Presents in the building. What? God. What good radio family Yes, this is Brother Don from Brother Don Presents Back with you once again, ministering the word of God I'm just excited and happy to be before you again Family, exciting what God is going to say And going to do in this hour And I just ask you to stay tuned in and get ready Because it's always, always full and juicy Amen Amen and also, we have someone in the building as well. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. Why, why are we having a party? Oh, I know why. Man, Brother Don, you and this other brother, y'all going ham on today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the host of Real Talk, Pastor Byron Sato. What? Hey, what's cracking, family? Hey, everything is copacetic on my end. Hey, Brother Don, I greet you, brother. Uh, Pastor Chris Newton, I greet you. Man, I am just so uh, blessed and grateful to be here another day. And, uh, hey, I'm ready to get it in, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. And, of course, uh, we miss uh, Pastor Jean. Hopefully she'll chime in. Uh, a little bit later, but of course, you know, we go through the uh, particulars, and of course, we have our uh, uh, comedic uh, weather forecast <laughs> for, <laughs> for the CT next year, uh, and of course, y'all know, it's just been hot, just saying. Of course, we had all the tropical storms going on, but here in Central Texas, it's hot, and it feels like 101 degrees. It's partly cloudy. There's a little bit of breeze. There's no rain in the forecast. So keep yourselves hydrated. That's all I need to say. It is tremendously hot. You will get heat stroke if you don't keep yourself hydrated. The Texas heat is no joke. And, of course, I got to put a plug in because, you know, um, Pastor Sego, um, uh, we heard the commercial earlier in, in, in the broadcast, but... You know, I got to give a shout out to Jovina Distributing for giving me this very cool and fly all sports headgear. Now, it's very fly because it can keep you warm and keep you cool all in the same time. And you can use it as a towel if you walk, if you play ball, if you go bowling, if you just want to look nice. Just saying. Ladies, you can use it too. But anywho, you can put your cold compress in the sleeve 
for the uh, for the hot season. You can put a hot heat compress in the slot for the winter season. So all year round, this thing keeps you nice, tight, and it got you covered. So if you need more information, please go to their website, www.jovinadistributing.com. They will hook you up in all first orders. For right now, you will receive 20% off your purchase. So you can't beat that with a stick. Just saying. So get yours today. I know uh, Pastor Say Go and his wife going to have his today. Support our I'm brothers. Support mine, their baby. business. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. And Pastor said, yeah. though, he gonna be he gonna be preaching in it, y'all. Yeah. Yes, he sir. gonna be preaching yes, in sir. it. So uh yeah, we are very different. We all have different ministries, but I'm telling you, we go hard for Christ and you don't have to look stale doing it. Just saying. Anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> so bro- so brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Oh man, it is hot, family. Right now, currently, we're sitting at 90 degrees with a real feel of 100. So, yes, if you're down in the Gulf Coast area, make sure you stay hydrated because going in and out of the air conditioning, you know, sometimes we forget our hydration and how important it is, but this is the type of heat that will hurt you. And we have been having a lot of pop-up showers, so you might want to make sure you take your rain gear with you because they've been popping up. We call them heat showers. But it is hot here on the Gulf Coast here today. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, of course, y'all, y'all know we don't do news, right? It, it makes no sense to give it more airplay. Y'all know what's going on. We got the reality show of our president in, in the in the news and all over the place with the decisions and things like that. So if you want entertainment, if you want to look at uh, all the inconsistencies of this world, you can check out those outlets. But we're not going to give it to you here at TPV Radio because we, we do not believe in pumping more fear. All we believe in is pumping you up, getting you right for the fight in this final season that we're going into for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, just saying. But it is our mandate, family, however, to pray for our nation and its leaders, despite if you like the president or not. You still got to pray for them and our leadership, just saying. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got to give a shout out to all of you. Thank you, TPV Radio, for your voting uh, for the this past uh Wow, I keep saying it too, Brother Don. Uh, The SPIN Awards this year, we were nominated in four different categories, and we thank you, family, for voting, and we pray that you continue to support TPV Radio as we continue to move forward and do a lot more bigger things in the next coming months here at TPV Radio. We thank you. We thank your mama. We thank Uncle Tom. We thank Uncle uh, 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 Pookie, JJ, Raheem, all them. We thank all of you. We thank the streets for voting for TPV Radio. We thank all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, of course, I got to give a shout out to my first lady, Denise Newton. Thank you so much for doing what you do here at TPV Radio, TPV Enterprises, and TPV Ministries. God bless you. 
for what you do here. Also, my kiddos, CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajane. Daddy loves you all to pieces. And I can't forget the, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is truly the head of my life. And I got to give a shout out to KHG and KBRG, The Bridge in California. God bless Bob Fisher, Willie Horn, and Linus Howard. God bless both of you for making the Thomas Force Reloaded uh, available out there in the West Coast. We got we thank you and the Brew Crew as well in the morning. I'm going to have to stop the Brew Crew for a little while. Yeah, I'm going to have to stop because your boy got to... Ha- your boy has to do some other things uh, right now, especially this week, uh, so we can keep TPV doing what TPV needs to do. It is our mandate to get the gospel out there, and we got to do it by any means necessary legally. Okay, so don't take my words and twist it. Just saying. But anyway, <laughs> Brother Don, you have any shout-outs you'd like to give before we get started? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. First and foremost, I got to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because He not only makes me possible, He makes all this possible. And I just got to give a shout out to Him. And I want to give a shout out to my amazing wife. Uh, she's currently uh, visiting my my mother in law, which I want to give my mother in law a shout out. She turns ninety two years young today, so that's a blessing to see her make that milestone. And and my wife is up supporting her. And of always, I got to give a shout out to TPV Ministries for all that they've done for me and just embracing me and giving me a platform to utilize the giftings and callings of my life. And I just want to thank uh, uh, Pastor Newton and First Lady Nisi for doing that. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. And I want to give a shout out to my kids. I just they're just a real blessing to me in this season of my life, just seeing them transition and. Oh, my, my baby is now in high school, so I have no more little kids uh, in my fold except for grandkids. I give them a shout-out, too. But I just thank God for each and every one of them. And, of course, I got to also give a shout-out to KBRG, The Bridge, Bishop Willie Horn and them guys on the brew crew, just for their faithfulness and steadfastness in the Lord, just every morning coming before the people ministering the word of God. And, and it's just really awesome, an awesome men of God that I love and respect dearly. And also, I want to give a shout-out to you, family, because as Pastor Newton had mentioned, you know, the Spin Awards, Stellar Awards, all of that is made possible with God um, acknowledging what we're doing for you in your life. So you're the ones that are tuning in. You're the ones that's giving us your time to hear the word of God. So I've got to give a shout-out to you. So that's it for me, son. So I'm going to pass the mic. Amen. Amen. Pasego, you have the floor. Man, what's good? Hey, Lord, first of all, I want to thank God, man, for again another day. Hey, uh, my wife, want to shout-out my wife. Uh, definitely, uh, that's my wife, my kids, my, my, my grown kids. Hey, I want to shout-out to you. Uh, Pastor Chris and, and, and Lady Lady Janice Newton, uh, thank y'all for all y'all do for everybody that's a part of the team. Uh, you know, Pastor Don, um, uh, Mission in Action, Pastor Gene, uh, <laughs> uh, 
you know, but you know, I just I just I just thank I just thank everybody, I thank the people uh that that's, that continues to support uh real talk, continues to support Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries, man, and it's just number love, number love. Amen, amen. And I do believe, Brother Don, Pastor Gene is tending to the older sister. Am I correct? Uh, younger. Oh, younger sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just from I just remembered that um, yesterday. So fam- uh-huh. from yesterday. So um, uh, family, please keep up. Uh, keep, please lift up Pastor Gene. Pastor Jean's younger sister, as well as Brother Don's. Is she your younger or older sister, Brother Don? She's there. Um, <clears throat> the youngest two are twins, and okay. uh, they're the babies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I know they tease you because they say you the baby boy. So I didn't know if you were the baby of all the <laughs> girls or not. <laughs> no, I'm I am the only boy amongst all those girls. Woo wee! Good man. Nice. Yeah, I got six, six sisters. Oh well. <laughs> well, I, I I I thank God that uh, <laughs> I I, th- I thank God for Sister Deborah uh, for coming into the family, especially with all those sisters. Just saying, so it must have been something very special. For her to make it in a six six sisters, good night. I know she had to go through. But anyway, but we thank God oh. for you. We love you. We love you, Sister D. God bless you. Yeah, we but do. yeah. Whew. Man, he said six. Okay, let, let let me stay focused. Okay. Well today today's show today's show is pretty is pretty uh laid back a little bit. We're just gonna give you some tools to get you going if you uh all prayed out uh if you, you don't want to read certain scriptures we have this book called the psalms that will definitely help you through uh your spiritual war with depression the psalms is an awesome book that it has everything you have need of to get you through it just saying so we're going to point out uh, a couple of chapters couple of verses today give you a little prayer, give you a little startup with this whole big lesson because it was a lot to eat. If you missed any of it, please go back to our archives, www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. You can also go to our website. We're live there right now, www.tpvradionetwork.com. And also you can call in 515-605-9873. I know no one's in church. I'm just saying. Everyone is usually watching online and stuff like that. We would love to hear from you. So please give us a call. We don't bite. Yeah, we go ham and cheese, but we're only going to get stronger together. Me and Pastor Sego have been talking about that. Me and Brother Don have been talking about that. It doesn't matter at this point. Let's kill all the beef, come together, sharpen each other's spirit, get our faith back in check so we can be a force to be reckoned with in the end time. Let's stop the hating and start loving on each other, for real, for real. Stop the cliches, just saying. 
Anyway, I'm going to stop because I'm going to get started, and then I'm going to miss everything else that we got to do. So, family, <laughs> I'm done with all the plugs, so y'all know what time it is. Right? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said, are you ready? CPD Radio Family, are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk. We got the brothers in the building, so Brother Don, Pastor Say Go, are you ready to walk? Yes, sir. Let's get it in. I'm ready to roll. Let's go. Well, family, let's get it. Let's go on this final installment of this very hot and controversial series, The Spiritual War of Depression. We got breakthrough. Just Saying. So family, keep it locked. Yep, keep it locked right here on the Summer Sports Reloaded. And when we come back, we're gonna lay the foundation and the icing on the cake of today's hot topic, the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. Coming up next, right here on the Summer Sports Reloaded. We'll be right back. We got to CD featuring Crowder with home, Charles Jenkins, keep the faith remix, and of course my boyfriend Hammond. God is my refuge live. So keep it locked right here. We got praise and worship. And when we come back, the brothers is going to get it in to close this chapter on this very hot topic. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Don't you dare move a muscle. This is the sound of the
all having fun. Feeling trapped like my brother. My freedom, it cost everyone. Got a debt that I can't pay. Deserve that, what they say. God'll take what I can't take. God'll hear what I can't say. Alone in the silence of my decision. I roam like an iPhone without a signal. No home and I found it, that's my position. So gone that I got it, that's wrong for peace. Entice my dream that you'll never see. Think twice cause it's demons, you stay asleep. Then last you can't see, but can't read between. Thank you. 
What's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. And now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. And he views those times of mourning, those times of grieving, those times of hardships as an invitation to rob you of your strength and keep you in a continual place of depression. There is hope with God. For every loss, there is a path of freedom. 
three things you need to understand, family. The enemy is not your spouse or the loved ones reaching out to you. The devil and his cohorts are the villains stealing your joy. It is time to aim at the right enemy. Yes, there was a time for you to mourn. There is a time for you to feel some kind of way. But that time had a beginning and an end. It is time to recognize that you are the past that season. You are past that season of mourning, that hardship. It is time to break free of the enemy's stronghold. God understands the pain associated with the loss that brought on depression. He wants to help us use it for your good. His grace will help you make the steps back to trusting people again, finding hope again, and to help you as you need it through his precious son, Jesus Christ, our King. And that was the TPD icebreaker for today's hot topic. The spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. We got Brother Don. We got Pastor Sego in the building. So family, here we go. Now we were we talked about some heavy duty stuff which caused a lot of riff as always. We always causing some kind of issues according to the Pharisees and Sadducees of the land. I'm sorry, we do have modern day Pharisees and Sadducees. I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm just saying. When we realize that we're finding out things that will help us through the hardships of life, the, our blueprint is the word of God. When we figure out that the word of God can help us with everything that we have need of, from addictions to a loss of life to uh, feeling some kind of way, falling away from God, coming back from God, how to pray, how to be a, 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 a saint of God. All these things are in the book, especially in James, especially in Colossians. They give a lot of blueprints on how the church should be ran and also how we should act as believers. But in the last 20 to 30 years, we've been doing our own thing. Yeah, we have. So just going to keep it real. And now we're at a time of reset. Now we're at a time of everyone's on the same playing field. Everyone's on the same level. There's no such thing as your ministry is bigger than mine and all this stuff because contrary to popular belief family, we have a lot of the heavy hitters that are closing up shot. Why? Because a lot of our faith has been trusted in either the man Either the doctrine that's been preached, and I, I, as always, we always say this all the time here on TPV Radio, but it, it is a constant. We've always been preached how to name it and claim it. We've been preached uh, to have all the cliches down in a row like Pastor Sego always has. We have a pot, pocket full of cliches, and we have no power to use them, But and now we come to a time where we need to fight, and we can't fight. Why? Because we don't have the proper guidelines. We don't have the proper tutelage. We don't have the proper teaching so we can go through this time. And we're still preaching the nonsense, family. Why are we doing it? It makes no sense at this point. Yes, God will take care of us. Yes, God will bless us. Yes, God will make sure his people are taken care of. Absolutely. But we have to strengthen our relationship with God. He's trying to get his, uh, his attention. Yes, I said his attention. Not mine, not, not, not your bishop, not your apostles, 
his attention. He is a jealous God. It's all through the book that he is a jealous God. He wants our attention. But we're so busy building our own kingdom that we're causing all this unnecessary strain. And that's why we're in the positions that we're in, that we have to look ourselves in the mirror and realize that we're, we weren't as all that as we thought we were. Uh-oh. Well, I just lost 10 people just on that comment. Just saying. But it's the truth. We are not as powerful as we put ourselves on. We put ourselves on this throne, and we realize that the people that are listening to what thus saith the Lord has to say as his vessels, we realize that we haven't been teaching them properly. We got a whole bunch of overweight Christians. Nobody's in shape. And then when it's time for you to do a run, at least or walk a mile, we out of breath the first the first two kilometers. Why? Because we are out of shape spiritually. We're too fat. We're our own good, and we can't utilize what the scripture says. So we have some for you that the Psalms have more power for you in this time. Now, the a Psalm for a fearful heart. This particular passage of scripture in the book of Psalms could be just for you. It definitely helped me out when I was going through my recovery, also going through my church hurt, also going through feeling some kind of way with certain folks that were in ministry and all this stuff. And even in the time that we are in, all of us will be faced with this fear. But here is a scripture that will help us grip the word fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Question mark. Now, the Lord is the stronghold of my life and whom shall I be afraid? Wait for the Lord and, he, and be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Psalms 27, verse 1 and through chapter 14. Just read the whole thing. Now, in essence, what this passage is telling us is that fear is gripping. It, it's the feeling that starts small and grows and seems to take us down faster than we want to go. But God gives us big truths to cling to, cling to from this psalm. He is our light, family. He is our strength. When fear grips us, we know where to go to find light in the dark and strength when we feel depleted. It's not that we immediately jump for joy and have miraculous physical power, but remembering where the light comes from helps us lead us in the right direction when we are in the depths of darkness or in the dark or heaviness. So that particular scripture right there is helpful. So if anyone has been in that place, we all have, where we feel that everything's closing up on us, this, this whole thing is just going to collapse, we feel in some kind of way, we have issues at home, we have issues at our job, we have issues at, I mean, Everything could go completely wrong in life, and then this thing called fear 
grips you and it hits you when you least expect it. It hits you with the left cross and you ain't even see it coming. And then you seeing stars and then you feeling some kind of way. So remember to write down this scripture. Psalms 20, chapter 27, verse 1 through 14. Read that when you feel some kind of way because it'll definitely help you in this fight. Because a lot of us have been there. A lot of us are still going through it. That fear can definitely cause depression and heaviness in your life if you let it. That's why the Psalms are an important book to go to. David knew what he was doing when he wrote them. Just saying. But anywho, I want to get some feedback on with from Brother Don and Pastor Sego. So Brother Don, we'll go first with you because you have a powerful testimony in just this very thing. So Brother Don... Why are we in the position when we know we have the power not to fear, but fear grips us anyhow? You have the floor. Amen. Amen. You know, that is an awesome song. And you're right. When I was sitting here in quarantine, not knowing whether I was positive, whether I brought this thing into my family, affected my kids, grandkids, wife, and all the others. This just ministered to me as you were reading that, that the Psalms there, and, and I wish I'd have had it then. But I'm going to tell you what's in my spirit on this is the thing, the major thing, if you take a scripture and you read it, and, you know, sometimes and I'm, I'm just as guilty as anyone, I just read over it. I don't read in it. I don't read through it. I just read over it. But I think the key thing that I want to take out of this is the Lord is ministering to me. We don't know how to wait because the scripture clearly says if fear comes and and um, if, if uh, who shall I fear, the Lord is the stronghold of my life, who shall I be afraid? But then it says wait, wait for the Lord. And, you know, and I think in that place where we wait, we have to reflect. We have to, we have to get to the goodness of God. We have to take, um, take a moment and get rid of that short-term memory and look back what he's brought us through. You know, that may have been a moment of fear that tried to grip me, but you know what? If I just take a moment to reflect on the, um, the victories that I've won up to that point, I'll get renewed strength. You know, they do it all the time. I, I just watched a documentary one time uh, not too long ago where it was on the Chicago Bulls and all the championships they won in the 90s. Now, nobody didn't talk about it now, but they were successful then. And sometimes we have to approach at that point where we have to look back and see where, where God has brought us through and we were successful. We have to learn how to truly wait, not just sitting idly by all the time, you know, because sometimes... When we wait, we either get too far ahead of God or we're so far behind him we can't even hear what he's saying. But to truly wait on the Lord, to understand who he is, who he is to you, who you are in him, and to really get that grounded and rooted inside you, fear can't stand. He's already, he already got the victory for us. He's already paid the price for us. And I think that that's where we have to really kind of just sit back, Psalmist, Pastor Seiko, 
We have to examine, you know, the situation that was going on and learn how to truly wait. You know, because the, the scripture says, you know, let patience have a perfect work in you. And sometimes we get so angsty that we want to get up and we want something right now. We, we want to do it right now. We want everything done right now. We want the situation over with now. But there's times that, and this is the way I approach it, family, whenever something looks to overtake me, I try to look at it from a point of what is God showing me and what is he teaching me in that situation. And little things like that will help you. Take this psalm. Read it over again. Just don't read it over, but read it through. Read it through. If you have to read it five times, ten times, till the Lord starts ministering to you, you know, because that's the key. And that scripture for me is wait on the Lord, because we know that there's things out there that look to want to instill fear in us. We know that there's things out there that want to overtake us. And we know God is sovereign in overall. But that key point right there is we have to learn how to really, truly wait. Wait. And it's just not really idly sitting there twiddling your thumbs, looking up in the sky, waiting for the skies to part and something to happen. You know, that waiting is, is part of that, I believe, is, is really just taking time to reflect on what is God, what he's done for you already. David often, often throughout the Psalms reminded himself what God has brought him through. David often sang songs of the victories that God has given him all over. And, and you know, that's part of the that, that aspect of our walk that we, well, at least for me, I can speak for myself, that I have to shore up and get stronger. Learning how to wait and truly wait, you know, and just really reflect on the things that God has brought me through already. Amen? Amen. Amen. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Oh man, that's uh, uh, I, I, I want to I want to stay as focused as I can because there's there's a lot there. Um, I think the I think the first thing that you that I think Pastor Don said that's important that we got to get is that, um, uh, like he said, we can't just glance over the scripture because when we glance over the scripture, we don't get the true. Uh, the, the true details of the scripture Because believe it or not When we look at the scripture uh, Punctuation means something Words mean something So when you know there, there's words in there That you that you have to really look at If you don't if you just glance over it you get, You're just gonna just gonna take it for what it is um, But I think One of the biggest things that we deal with When, uh, when it comes to, to, to fear um, I think It's that That humanness in us um that, that 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 human side of us um that we that that we we have we bring those fears upon ourselves because of uh that 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 human side of us you know we get that 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 that, that nervous tick or we get that un that, that unsure uh unsurety about us or we get that doubt um in our down in our hearts about us and that's that that's that human side of us and and and, and god Understands the human side of us. Jesus understands the human side of us because uh, we know Jesus you know, walked here as a as, as a man. Um, so I think understand God understands that. And I go back to that fear comes along because it's that it's, it's that, that that human side of us that God understands um, that we doubt sometimes and that we have questions sometimes and things like that. 
So I think that's where that fear is come, uh, comes in at. And it's really, really key to what, what, what you said, dude, Pastor Don, about, about waiting. And, and, and I, I was working on this as far as my next message. That's another one of those, um, uh, another one of those cliches that people like to pull out of their pocket but really don't get the, a true understanding of what that scripture means when it says wait on the Lord. And just like you said, Pastor Don, us, that, that doesn't mean sitting by with our hands in our pocket as we wait for, for, for God to act on our behalf. What it means is we should be spending, spending our time. Uh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be spending our time not doing nothing, but we should be continuing to work uh, uh, in what God has given us to do. But what that does mean is that is us waiting on the Lord is about holding on tight, hoping with expectation and trust, holding on Amen. tight and, 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 and resting, knowing confidence and assurance that regardless of the details or the, or the, or the difficulties we face in life, God is going to ensure God is going is, is, is not going to leave us uh, uh, broken, disgusted, that God is not going to leave us just out there flapping so a lot of people think that when they say oh well i'm just going to wait on the lord and you sit there and you physically wait on the on the lord and don't do nothing and then you're still stuck in that same condition that you're in then you wonder why well why am i still stuck here i'm waiting on the lord well the lord wants you to get up and do something just like the man that just like the man at the pool of bethesda 38 years he was stuck in this condition why because he was making excuses but jesus said do you want to be made well okay if you want to be made well man get up so do something get up roll this mat up and get and, and, and get on man and stop making excuses for yourself while you're still stuck in your condition you've been stuck in for 31 years so again it goes back it just it just hit me in my spirit that 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 waiting on the lord um Means us ensuring us us having that confidence in our heart that we know God is going to work it out on our behalf, and we understand that there's a line between where our part is and where God's where, where God's part is, and we don't cross that line, we don't blur that line, because when we blur that line, we mess things up because we we trying to get ahead of God when we shouldn't do that. So. Um, Again, I, I think that fear comes in from our from, from our humanness, and again, it's really important, um, like you said, Pastor Don, that we gotta wait on the Lord, but not sit and sit idly by and not do anything while we still have that hope that God is gonna work on our behalf. So that's right. That's right. And you know, with with a fearful heart, you know, we get into the waiting and the discouragement. And yeah. when we and that's again like you said pastor, it's the human side of who we are. And I think God that he brought Jesus down to earth because of the fact that Jesus knows what it's like to be human. God looked at us before Jesus. He looked at us as like what in a world did I create? These guys are just doing whatever they want to do, when they want to do it. I'm opening up the earth. I'm sending fire from heaven. And these crackers are still acting up. What in the world? So it's just funny how when Jesus came, 
God got a, a sense, a, a sort of a sensitivity in a way, because of the fact that, of course, we know Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit—they're one, but they they operate they operated separately, but they're still one. See, people don't know that either, but that's a whole nother show, whole another time. But we have to understand that we've been so taught to have everything instantly done, and see. This is in, and I'm not going to say all preachers have done this. I'm going to say some because this is why we're fat and overweight in the spirit because we were taught that if you just petition God, God will do it for you. Boom. Or if you just give this thesis seed of faith, God will instantaneously do it to you or give it to you. You know how we do. And the fact of the matter is, God works on his timing, not ours. And who are we to even petition God for anything? We'll never be to the point, only the Son of Man can petition God on our behalf. But we feel that we get so, like, again, we get so caught up in our title. We get so caught up in all this other stuff that we start feeling as though we're big enough. To petition God Now maybe I'm wrong Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about But the fact of the matter is I'm not worthy enough to petition God And if God wants to do it instantaneously For his glory So be it But I'm in no position to ask God I need it now This is not uh, J.G. Wentworth Come on just saying 877 cash now this, this is That's not how God works but again, this is, how we're, this is how we're we're taught. We're taught eight seven seven God now. Let's get our blessing and our breakthrough, and we can move it. No, God don't work like that. And see, we don't understand that God works on His timing, and He's strategic at it. When it comes to a Amen. waiting heart. We have an issue with that, and this is why David is so awesome with these songs, because he wrote something for that, too. But do we read it? No, we don't, but I'm going to keep it real, because I didn't even read it. When I started getting into the Psalms, I'll say, oh, these are songs. No, and then I realized that, wait a minute, these songs are talking about how I feel right now. So wait a minute, God, right. what are you trying to tell me? So when I mm. when I read Psalms for a waiting heart and a discouraged heart, I read Psalms chapter 40, verse 1 through 3, and it reads as such. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drove me up from the pit of destruction out of the uh, miry bog. And set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Psalms chapter 40, verse 1 through 3. Now, when we're in our seasons of depression or hardship or waiting on God or whatever it is, it goes by slower than any other season of life. Let me tell you why. Because the days linger and the nights seem that they never end. But the psalmist here reminds us that God pulls us up out of that terrible place and gives us steady ground 
to stand on. When we feel like the night will never end, this gives us fresh hope to rise up with a new song. Also, when we feel discouraged, we have Psalms 4, chapter 43, verse 5. It also reads, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Key word. Wait a minute. Stop the press. He just put us on blast, family. Let's read that again. Why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. And why are you in turmoil within me? Okay, what are you talking about, Psalmist? That makes no sense. Why did he say that? Not only are you feeling some kind of way, but the spirit of God that lives inside of you is feeling some kind of way. Therefore, God and Jesus is feeling some kind of way. Why? Because we are allowing our discouragement, our depression to affect who we are in Jesus Christ. So he's going to feel it. So this is his response to us. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So we got to give him praise in spite of. If you can't sing, that's okay. Singing your own little beat, put your little uh, beats headphones on or your little uh, earbuds and go a humming away. Because you need to sing your own song to God. You don't have to have a voice to sing to God. You can still give God praise or or, or play your favorite uh, artist to get your praise on. Psalms 43 and 5. So, gentlemen, the question is, why is one that... This is the hard. This is the hardest one that we have that that we can't answer, especially when it comes to depression. Sometimes there is no good answer, but we can always find an answer for where where to find hope. And this psalm spells it out for us and walks us towards God with praise and thanks for what. <clears throat> So we still need to give God praise and thanks in spite of our discouragement, in spite of us waiting for him to answer our prayer or our call or our, or our situation, and also to, to give us the unfearful heart and walk in his confidence in knowing that he can bring us out. So again, family, this is where we need to be. So this is one of the hardest questions. So again, gentlemen, why is this such a hard thing for us to grasp? When we are in the season of depression, fear, discouragement, why is it so difficult for us to apply what the word of God says? Maybe it's because we list, we have so much uh, faith in our leadership that we don't want to apply what the leadership is giving us. So when we go home, we put our Bible on the, on the, on the stand until next Sunday or Thursday or Wednesday. So why are we? Why are you in turmoil with God when He clearly says He is with us? So, Brother Don, 
Why is it that we are in turmoil even though we have a way of escape, which is in Psalms chapter 43, verse 5? So you have the floor. Amen, amen. You know, really, uh, Pastor Sego hit something. He hit a home run there when he alluded to the humanistic values that we hold on to a lot more than we hold on to the spiritual values that's allotted to us. And one of the hardest scriptures, gentlemen, for me to grasp and try to retain and internalize was in James when he said, count it all joy. Hmm. Count it all joy. Count all of it, joy. Count it all joy when you fall into these trials. Count it. And, and, and we, know, we, we, we know that it doesn't always feel good. We know that it isn't always a good place, but and sometimes it's hard. But he said, count it all joy. And you know, the thing that, that really ministered to me some years ago, uh, my pastor said, and it really struck me, he said, God's not going to deliver you from what he's trying to perfect you through. And I think a lot of what we're talking about today and I'm glad we're touching on this subject and I'm glad we're parked here right now is because sometimes we let our human values overweigh what the kingdom values are we're more concerned with our humanistic feelings and what how God feels I want to be comfortable in this situation because I call myself a believer and I belong to this assembly or that assembly I shouldn't endure anything outside of what um, the, the man of God is telling me Which has been wrong for all these years And I know I don't want to pick on everybody But I got to say it like it is You know, we, they, they've sat in the pulpit And lied to the people And tell them that God is going to deliver you Through everything that you're ever going to go through And that is totally incorrect God right. is not going to deliver you Through what he's trying to perfect you through and But we let our feelings, we pour out our feelings on our sleeves. And why, God, why are you doing this? I, I, I pay my tithes. I come to Sunday school, midweek service, Sunday service. So what we do is we don't, we, we're not going to that, through that transformation process. Because the word said we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That that humanistic things that we hold on to, that we try to infiltrate in the kingdom, is not going to work. It's not going to work. And what the Psalms do for me, as you're reading them, and I pray for you, family, also, that it's like that dose of medicine for my soul to let me know that everything's going to be all right. It's, it's like that dose of uh, that, that shot of penicillin that's going to start working here and kicking it in and let me know that my God is greater than anything. Because correct me, gentlemen, uh, if I'm wrong, but... I think the Apostle Paul says, if I live, it's to gain, and if I die, it's to gain. Right. So that means it's a win-win either way it goes. Whether right. I'm here on this side or I'm in, in, in the presence of the Lord, it's a win-win no matter what. And I think that we, we, we <laughs> this message here is going to make people look in the mirror, and I pray it does, to see what is my values really based on. Is it based on how I feel? Is it based on what I have? Am I worshiping from a place of where I, of what I have, or am I worshiping from a place of where I'm at? 
And that's going to dictate how you approach these things. That's going to dictate how you accept these trials. Because James said, count it all joy, no matter what you're going through. You have to count it joy because God is doing something in his, in, in his sovereignty. He's doing something that you don't understand. See, and if I look back, and I, and I can attest this for each one of you gentlemen, if you just take a quick look back over your life, from the moment you accepted Christ to this day, it wasn't always pretty. There were some bumps and bruises in the road that you did not understand. But we all are standing here today on this station, ministering the word of God, based out of what we've gone through, <laughs> what we were perfected through. You know, and, and I just want to tell the people, you know, that's out there listening today that, you know, anxiety will look to rob you from that joy. Fear will look to paralyze your worship. And you can't allow that to happen. And one of the antidotes to that is recognizing and understanding that the kingdom of heaven is, 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 is far greater than our emotions and feelings. And I know that's a hard place because I'm still learning that now. Because, you know, like, like Pastor Segal said, human, the human, humanistic value that we uphold so high, it almost becomes to a point where we're idolizing that of how we feel, how it makes us feel, rather than really, like you said, Psalmist, I wonder how God feels about this. I wonder what God thinks about this. I wonder what Jesus, when he was, when he came, when he was ascended to heaven and he gave his life for us, I wonder how he, he feels of the price he paid for each one of us. To have victory, to win this, to not have to succumb to fear and anxiety. You know, and, and, and that's, that's, man, that's a daunting thing when you really look at it because you know, each one of us have dealt with people over the years where we showed them how to do something. And it seemed like the, the more we show them, the more incorrect they do it. To the point we get so aggravated, we either walk away or just do it ourselves. Yeah. So let's apply that first naturally, then spiritually. How, 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 how are we approaching that with the Lord? When, when we get to this place where we let fear paralyze us, and anxiety overtakes us. Now we're not praying. Now we're not worshiping. Now we're not reading the word. Now we're not doing these things that we should be doing while we're waiting on the Lord. So, I, you know, the thing is, and I think that that's what's wrong, Psalmist, is that we have to look in, we're going to have to increase our value of the kingdom of heaven and devalue our emotions and feelings. It's not an easy place, but it has to be done. See, because, you know, I can recall some of the old saints when I was coming up, you know, where things would bother me, they weren't worried about it. They would keep on keeping on. They had a song in their heart. <laughs> they had a pep in their step. I'm walking around with my head down wondering why, why, why they can't see it. And, 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 and they had a pep in their step, a song in their heart. Is because they understood that. They, they understood that point where God is not going to deliver you from what he's trying to perfect you through. And not all trials are meant to destroy us. Not all trials are attacks from hell. Some of the things that we go through were designed to go through for our perfection. 
And we, we just have to we have to get that down and realize that. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. That's oh, I know you got a, a, a mint for that one. You have <laughs> Man, look, look, Pastor Dodd said a said a said a said a lot of great stuff. Um, look, I, one of the things I look at is going back to to to, to this waiting thing. Exactly what Pastor Don said, you know. Uh, you know, while we're waiting, you know, God is expecting us to continue to continue to wait while we wait. That means God, God, God is continuing to expect us to serve God. God is still, is still continuing expecting us to to continue to serve, do what God has 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 purposed us to do. While we're waiting, we could be waiting for a breakthrough. We might be dealing with a uh, 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 with a condition, and it doesn't have to be a medical condition. A condition could be anything that has us wounded and laying down. It don't have to be medical. It could be financial. It could be relationship condition. It could be anything. But what God is looking, God is looking to see if we are going to continue to serve while we're waiting. Are we going to continue to serve and push through the pain and continue to do what God has purposed us to do while we're waiting, while we're waiting for, 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 for God to do what God has already said that God is able to do. And we know God yeah. is able to do it. Yeah. We know we, we, we know God is able to do anything God can, anything God wants to. But just like Pastor Don said, it's key that some of the things, many of the things, a lot of the things that we go through, is to is, is 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 to make us is to make us strong is to make us better because God is saying that I need you to go through this because when you get when when you finish going through this you're going to be uh, a source of strength to somebody else because you can tell somebody you know what I went through it but you know what I did I trusted God so in the end Amen. God's gonna get the glory God God's gonna get that yeah. glory out of that so we got to stop. Looking at everything that we're dealing with as God is punishing us, or God is putting me through this because because um, I said did something wrong. You know how the, how how some of the old the the old older saints used to uh, traditional saints used to be. You know, well you must be, you must got some sin in your life. That's why you're going through that. Uh, there ain't nothing but a bunch of horse pucky. We got we we got we got to stop letting people let, let let we we, we got to stop we got to stop telling people that, and again a good thing that you said too, Pastor Chris Thomas, is that what we do is we teach so much from the pulpit. A lot of pastors teach so much from the pulpit, but they don't teach the people how to apply what they're teaching in their lives. Correct. They hear it. They hear it. They hear it. I got it. I heard what you said, but now I have this situation coming up. So how can I apply? How how, how have, have you have you equipped me to apply what you what you what you just tried to teach me in my life when I'm dealing with this depression? When I'm when, when I'm dealing with this uh, uh, a- a- anxiety? How do I apply it in my life and my, in my walk with Christ? And that's what I believe there's some lacking at that. The people, God's people, aren't being taught how to apply the things in their life. Apply the Bible in their life. We can we can sit there and we can teach people about the Bible all day long. We can we can we we can teach them about uh, everything in the Bible. But what's the lessons learned? 
we have we have to be able to teach them the lessons learned. You have to be able to say, hey, you know what? And just like uh, just like Moses, we got to be able to continue to push forward even when we feel like we don't have the skills to push forward. So we 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 got to we got to be able to to take the lessons learned and give the people something they can apply in their lives. So when they walk out of their door. All right, and they feel some type of way. They feel that 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 anxiety, or they feel like they're they're, they're not usable because of whatever they might be going through in their life. We still have to be able to give them something to apply, so that depression and that 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 anxiety, we're not giving them anything that they can apply in their lives that can propel them through what they're going through. And, and, you know, I find it very, doing this thing, I, you know, this series, I, I found it very, very interesting that the devil always likes to attack things of the heart. What do I mean by that? Yeah. He, yeah. he likes to attack our marriages. He likes right. to attack our families. He likes to attack our kids. He likes to attack anything close that's going to give us an emotional response. I've noticed that. And it's how we apply the word of God to counteract the reaction. That doesn't make any sense, Thomas. Okay, well, let me break it down for you. For example, if we are grieving, for example, we lose someone. Um, we feel some kind of way. The first human emotion is what? We're angry, especially if it's tragic. We, lo- we lost someone in an accident or we lost someone due to COVID or things like that. The first response is we mad at God. Why is that? Well, because that's what your flesh will automatically steer you to. Satan will use that. Start playing mind games. Y'all know what mind games is, especially all you old players out there. You know exactly what I'm talking Mm. about. You play those mind games. That's exactly what Satan does. Now, am I belittling the fact that you lost someone you love? No. Listen to what I'm saying. The devil likes to attack the grieving heart. He likes to hit you where it hurts. That's why our human emotions automatically go to this thing called depression or grieving or mourning mourning or etc. All these negative responses come from that. Why? Because he knows that will put us to our knees. But here's the trick of it, family. In Psalms chapter 6, verse 9, verse 6 through 9. This is what it says. This is what David said when he went through it. I am weary with my morning, moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eye washes away because of my grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil or iniquity, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts. 
accepts my prayer. Now, this is what I'm talking about here. Grief does change us. It changes us. It does. It forces us to stop and acknowledge the pain from the world around us. Loss ushers us into an emotional cycle that we can try to ignore only to be hit harder when the next wave of grief overcomes us. I'm getting somewhere. Tears are not a sign of weakness. That's what we've been taught as men. Let's keep it real. No real man cries. That's a sign of weakness. You can't let your lady see you cry. Well, it says the opposite in a word, but see, that's a whole nother lesson, a whole nother time. Tears are not a sign of weakness. They prove a person is letting him or herself come face to face with something difficult. Let me read that again. Because even in the next generation or the generation after us, gentlemen, they told to be hard. We, you can't show emotion. That's weakness. This, this, and that. Well, it's healthy for you and God looks at that because then you're facing the situation head on. You're going to cry. You're going to feel something. You're going to have emotion. It's got to come out. The hope we hold is that God hears the cries of his children. So if we've been told not to cry, gentlemen, as men, if we were told that that's weakness as men, so when we go through a time where our heart is grieving, how is God going to hear our cries when we were told not to? Uh-oh. And we hmm. were told that that's also being weak and your spirit is weak in some of our congregations. We were also told that was weak. So wait a minute. It says here in Psalms chapter 6, verse 6 through 9, it tells me that it's okay to cry because God will hear my plea. So, again, I'm pointing it out there that some of us are preaching the word so wrong that we have people taking their own life because you told them that they're spiritually weak for crying or spiritually weak because they're showing emotion to the situation. God will give you comfort in that. God doesn't say wallow in it. God doesn't say marry to it. It says, let it out. Come face to face with the difficulty. And if that means you have to cry it out, so be it. So here's another cliffhanger, gentlemen. When, we, when our heart is getting overwhelmed with all this stuff. It also says in Psalms 46, chapter 1 through 3 and verse 10, that God is our what? Refuge and our fortress or strength. A very present help. In the time of trouble Therefore we will not fear Through the earth gives way Though the earth gives way We see it happening right now Through the mountains be moved Into the heart of the sea Through the waters roar and foam Through the mountains tremble At its swelling Selah, be still And know that I am who? Bishop? No. Uh, Pastor? No. God, I will be exalted among the nations. 
I will be exalted in the earth. Psalms chapter 46, verse 1 through 3, and chapter 10. Here's another one for you, Pastor Sego. Here's another off-the-meat rack cliche that we use so much that we have no clue what it means. Be still and know that I am God. We throw that cliche out like it's out of date, and we don't even understand what it means. And this is what I'm talking about. These scriptures are powerful. And we don't even understand its true potential or power in them because we were taught because that's the next slogan for 2020 or something that we're going to put on the uh, pastor and first lady anniversary slogan. Come on, man. This is the stuff that helps us through our overwhelmed hearts. Psalms 46, chapter, uh, chapter four, sorry, Psalms chapter 46, verse 1 through 3 and verse 10. We know that life can be paralyzing when struggles are surrounding us. I get it. I got the T-shirt, the hat, the MP3, and I'm still going through it. But there is no shame in being what? Still. And his psalm, this psalm gives us the very tangible value to slowing down the soul and letting the season of struggle be a gift rather than a curse. Uh-oh. So, uh, uh, pastors, that means then we can't, we can't activate the name and claim it uh, because it says here that we're supposed to uh, slow down the soul of our spirit man and letting the season of struggle be a gift rather than a curse. So we say it in reverse. We want this the season of struggle. We have it as a curse in our life. So then we're preached mm. to tell us that it should be a gift in our life that, you know, it, it's so mixed up. No one knows how to activate this thing because we're told all wrong how to activate it. It tells us to be still. It doesn't tell us to be busy. It doesn't tell us to, 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 to add my name into three more committees. It doesn't say that. It says be still and let God into the depths of the overwhelmed heart and prepare and per- perhaps a key to finding the help we need to make it through. Trust me. When I slow down and realize that there's nothing I can do about certain situations, God was able to take my overwhelmed, stressed out, depressed, feeling some kind of way, ready to go ham and cheese, all that stuff, all this emotion that I had, and I realized that there's nothing I can do but give it to God. Oh, it's easier said than done, Samus. You sitting here talking all this nonsense. No, I'm not. Through personal experience, I had to realize that I can't do nothing without God. Is it hard? Absolutely. Does it feel some kind of way and you feel so awkward sometimes? Absolutely. Will you will it will it make you fall to your knees to its core? Absolutely. But that's why God has these psalms for us. David wrote 
songs for every situation we go through. We have two more for you, but we're almost out of time. But uh, let me read these real quick, and I'm going to get the backdrops for Brother Don and Pastor Sego. We got two more to get through. We got Psalm for Terrified Hearts. Be gracious to me, O God. A man tramples on me all day long. An attacker opposes me. My enemies trample on me all day long. For many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I shall not be what? Afraid. What can flesh do to me? Psalms 56, verse 1 through 4. Life is complicated when people let us down or hurt us on purpose. But there is one person who is always steady, faithful, and true. We all know who that person is. If you are worried about what happened, what's happening next, or afraid what people will do or say, know that God is gracious, merciful, loving, and kind. He wants to hear you pray the words of the Psalms. Hello. That's what he said. Just saying, another one here, a psalm for a desperate heart. We all have desperation at times. So it says here, Psalm 61, verse 1 through 2. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61, verse 1 through 2. Walking through depression isn't something I want to do again. But I'm thankful for the season when my heart was faint because I experienced God's presence like never before. These psalms gave me prayers to pray when I had no words. Wounds of life had run deep and my mind was filled with fear and despair. Depression is very real. Spiritual depression is very real. It can cause us to feel isolated, alone, and hopeless like everything around us is falling apart. Satan uses depression to steal our spiritual power and freedom. He seeks to fill our minds with darkness and gloom and brings us down emotionally. However, God wants to help us live free from depression. He wants us He wants to fill us with joy, hope, and expectation of good things for our lives. And the important part of battling this is winning the war over our feelings. Uh Uh-oh. We will always have feelings. They will never go away. But however, we can make our feelings line up. With our decision, decisions through Jesus Christ. When depression attacks, what we feel like doing and giving up at that moment, however, the way we respond to depression makes all the difference. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 9, and it says, resist the devil. At his onset, it is 
so important to resist the feeling of depression immediately because the longer we allow it to remain, the harder it is to resist. All of us will deal with disappointments from time to time. That's a part of life, family. However, we will let it Our disappointments can lead us to discouragement, and discouragement can lead us to depression. I've said this personally for many years of my own self dealing with my own situation. If you don't let the devil impress you with what he does, then he can't oppose you. And if he can't oppose you, then he can't depress you. Uh Uh-oh. Let me read that one more time, gentlemen. If you don't let the devil impress you with what he does, then he can't oppose you. And if he can't oppose you, then he can't depress you. One of the most important things we can do is to resist the devil at his onset. So here's the biblical prescription to all of this. We gave you Psalms. We gave you we gave you first Peter chapter five verse eight and here we go. I realize that this thing called depression we have a breakthrough. It may be the result of a physical or a chemical imbalance. We have that. And I don't want to discount that cause. However, for a great number of people, depression is a spiritual issue. And the Bible gives us great instructions on how to fight it. So here's a, here's a perfect one. Philippians 4 and 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight yourself in him. Again, I say rejoice. Praising God in the midst of our pain is one of the greatest ways we can do. do. <clears throat> Why? Because when we choose to fix our attention on God and rejoice in the things, he has done, we make him bigger than our circumstance, bigger than our problems. I also love Psalms chapter 16, verse 11, which also says, in your presence there is fullness of what? Joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. It's not just a cliche. Why? Because when we worship God, we invite his presence into our lives He replaces our discouragement and sadness with his joy and peace, giving us hope and breathing new life in our situation. The mind is also a major key of overcoming depression. Do you know what to think about as the power to affect every area of your life? That is why it is so important to be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind with the promises found in the word of God. The more time you spend reading and thinking about his word, the more it gets into you and begins to change you from the inside out. Note, it says spending time reading and thinking about his word developing a relationship, not going to Bible study, which is nothing wrong with that, not not being uh, um, uh, on three, four, five different committees, 
being on the on 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 the pastors uh, usher board team, all this stuff that we do, it, it says nothing about spending time doing works. Am I saying anything's wrong with that? No, but know your priorities and understand that your power comes from spending and reading and thinking about who God is in your life. Developing a relationship comes first. We're seeing that now, now that some some of the doors of the churches are closed, we don't know what to do. Hebrews chapter 4 and 12 says that God's word is alive and powerful. It is it is it has the ability to change the way we see ourselves and even our future. We can't control all of our situations and problems when we have never experienced God for ourselves. We will be completely free from experiencing pain and disappointment if we allow him to be a choice in our life and have him as a relationship that's number one in our life. We have a choice. We can actually turn things around by making a decision to let go of the situations that cause discouragement and depression and move towards the good things of God has planned for our future. Depression does not have to rule our life, no matter what we go through. God is ready and willing to help you take your pain and turn it into something great and to give him the glory. And I'm done. So, Brother Don, I hope I didn't put y'all gentlemen to sleep, but I had to let this all out so everyone can get it. Let me get your Amen. thoughts, Brother Don. Let me get your thoughts, Pastor Sego, and we'll have a closing thought, and we are out of here today. Brother Don, you have the floor. Amen. Amen. That was that was awesome. You know, wow, it was so much there. I'm trying to trying to get where I wanna where the Lord has me. You know you mentioned Psalms fifty six, one through four, and I had actually pulled that scripture before you start reading it. I, I had pulled it out and I I just wanna start we were talking about tears and crying and I just wanna park there for a minute. And in that same chapter of Psalms 56, if you go down to verse 8, um, and I'm going to read 8 and I believe 9, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation here. It says, you kept track of all my wandering and weeping. You stored my many tears in your bottle. Not one will be lost, for they are all recorded in your book of remembrance. The very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of the battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. And that, to me, that just menace, that's beautiful. To You know, it sets the course of everything that we've been discussing here today and what the Lord is bringing out. But I do want to add this here, and I guess this is a clarion call to those that, um, to those that, that are in the faith that's been walking with Christ that are a little bit stronger because especially now with the thing, the way things are, and even before now, one thing that was lost that really just grieved me to the point where it really hurt me was really the art of discipleship and fellowship. You know, we didn't, we didn't have that even it's even worse now because we can't gather, but prior to that, it was still, it was still tough. 
But there are some people, see, when we grieve, we're very vulnerable, we're very weak, and the enemy knows that. And that's where he looks to come in to engulf us at, in that grief in those times, you know. And it doesn't have to be a loss of a loved one. It could just be you sitting there wondering where your life is going to go. You're grieving over some of the decisions that you've made in life. But either way it goes, that point you're very vulnerable. And I want to share this quick testimony, and, and, and I'm going to pass the mic. Um, my daughter called me the other day, my older daughter, and she said, Daddy, you'll never guess what happened to her. So what's that, baby? She said, we were out at the water on the boat dock, and my grandson, he's two years old, he's crying. And she said, Daddy, the minute he started crying, alligators come out of the water. We could see their eyes pop up when they heard his cry. See, because they, they knew when they heard that there's something vulnerable there for them to consume, to eat. Now, had my daughter, my grandson, been there all by himself or, or just speaking in the spiritual sense of a young Christian there by themselves, they would have been consumed. The enemy would look to come in on them. But what I'm saying is we have to do a job of embracing these, you know, each other in fellowship Because there's some times where I grieve And I need one of you brothers to come And just even put your arm around me Just say, brother, I, I, I understand what you're going through You're not in this all alone That goes a long, long way That goes a very long way And if we could get more of that instituted The enemy wouldn't have a foothold on anyone Anyone in the body of Christ if we band together, because I think that that's something that we have to really understand is uh, where we're at, you know, in this fight, in this battle, in this war, you know, it's, it's coming together. But Thomas, again, as always, great series, great topic, great content. Pastor Senko, I am blessed to be here with you gentlemen. I bless the words that went through and the ministry that went forth. And I am out. Amen. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Oh man, look, uh, I can say that you know we uh, we as we always do from hearing to uh, hearing from two great men of God, uh, we 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 gleaned, um, and you know the the topic was a was, was a topic that that that, that was needed. Uh, we we needed to hear that uh, people needed to hear it. Um, so um, I, I I truly believe that it was uh, it, it was it was a very 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 needed uh, needed talk uh, for us to 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 learn from and to glean from man and um, you know kind of like what what Pastor Don said you know um, like those 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 alligators were caught by. The, the the cry of uh, of uh, his grandson, but you know they were they they they, they were they were uh, excited by the cry because of you know they wanted they they they, they heard something they thought it was something for uh, cons- uh, consumption and something that 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 they could they could feed off of. But when we think about it, when we think about the God that we serve, we think about. The, the the savior that we have when we cry when we, when we call out that we have that ensured confidence that our savior will stop in his tracks and turn around and say hey 
I heard Pastor Don. Oh, I I I I heard uh, Pastor Chris cry. Oh, I, I heard Pastor Sago cry. I I, I heard them. I, I I know their voice, and I'm I look spirit go see about. And when we have that when we have that 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 confidence insurance that we serve a God, we 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 have a Savior like that that's gonna come see about us when we cry. It may not it, it may not come see about us when we want them to come see about us. It might not come see about us when 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 we want God to come see about us. But when we cry, they know. We have, we have to ensure that God knows. That that, that that they were in pain, that that, that we're in anguish. We, we we have to know that, and I think knowing that and being able to teach that to the people is what will propel the people through a lot of things that they are dealing with, especially now, especially now during this time. I think ensuring the people and encouraging the people to know that hey, whatever your situation is, whatever you're dealing with right now, whatever your condition might be, God understands that. God knows that And God is not going to leave you by yourself But God knows that you have the power To do anything Because God has Has, has, has handed that power down to you Through through through, through Christ You have that. You have the same power And Jesus told you That, that, that you're going to have more power than I do you, you can do greater works than I do So I think we have to Begin to understand that we got to begin to be able to teach the people that we got to be able to begin to to, to 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 encourage the people and let them know that hey God ain't left you, God is still here. And kind of like that Bible study we had a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Chris, where we talked about God's providence. We got to let people know that God is still in control. God hadn't 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 passed the baton off to nobody. So God is still in control. So that's my final say. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And family, we hope that this series has blessed your life as well as it blessed uh, our lives. Uh, we yeah. here at TPV Radio, we go through the same stuff you go through. I'm no better yeah. than you. You're no better than me. But it's together that gets us strong. It's our relationship of Understanding who Christ is Understanding the word That we read And if you don't understand That's why you have to ask God to bring People that are in your life That will give you different it's, it's good to have different perspectives Let me say why Because a lot of us Especially in the in, in churchdom Yeah is my other made up word But in our community of church uh, it comes a time where a lot of everybody starts sounding the same and talking the same. And I'm quite sure you understand where I'm coming from, Pastor Sego, when it comes to ministering. Everyone starts to sound the same. Everyone starts to talk the same. So why can't we get a different perspective? Why can't we hear a fresh sound, a fresh voice? Why does everything have to be business as usual? When it comes to the things of God, it shouldn't be business as usual. It should be always expecting the unexpected with God. That's just me. Like I said, I may be from a whole nother planet, but I understand the word that I, li- that I read and I live and I see. I'm, expected the, I'm expecting the unexpected 
when it comes to God. Not the same old, same old, not business as usual, not the same cliches, not the same nonsense we've been taught. This, this series on depression, we have to understand that we have a weapon. The weapon is Jesus Christ. How do we use that weapon? You have to make a choice. See, the thing is, we have to make a choice. Salvation is a choice. Walking in Christ is a choice. Is it easy? No. The, the reason why it's not because we're walking in a world that's not our own. We're walking uh, in, a, in a kingdom that's not ours. And when we said I do to Jesus Christ, you can't expect your life of sin and dropping it like it's hot and macking all the honeys and all this stuff that you did before Christ. You can't expect your life to be easy. Why? Because the devil mad, one. And two, the closer you understand the power that you have in Christ, it gets even harder. Am I trying to say this to spook you out? No. But when things are happening in your life, God is trying to sharpen you and strengthen you to what's to come. He's testing mm. us right now. We have to understand that just because we go through hardship, that doesn't necessarily mean God has forsaken us. He's preparing mm-hmm. us for a time where we can be a blessing and we can be blessed all in the same motion by just listening to his voice. Not going back to college, not going back to seminary school, not none of that nonsense we did wrong the last 30 years. He wants us, our heart. Am I saying anything's wrong with getting education? No. But what I am saying is, is that we need to start listening to Christ. So the spirit of depression can be loosed. We need to stop relying on our egos and relying on all of our stuff on our walls to validate who we are in Christ. The only validation Mm. you need in this season is what Jesus Christ says. Again, when it comes to TPV radio as a ministry, I do not care what the Pharisees and Sadducees have to say. Oh, you trying to be cocky. No, I'm not. As long as Jesus Christ continues to grow and mature, the people that listen to all of these great men and women of God on this broadcast, on this station, I'm doing what God told me to do. This ain't a solo dolo show. This ain't about me. It's about getting people to Christ, period. You may not like what I say, but trust and believe when you hear the content, you can best believe when you go back to the scripture and you see what's being said, it's in biblical context. How are we going to win a war when we don't know how to fight it? All you military people out there, you can't expect to win a war when you were never given the basic training. Makes sense, Mm. right? That's exactly what I'm trying to say. We have not gotten the basic training as believers. That's why we are being under attack with the spirit of depression. All of this stuff, fear, anxiety, quitting the church, walking away, doing all this nonsense and saying God's co-signing on it. No. We have to be trained correctly. We have to understand that the spirit of depression 
it will use many different roads to torment your life. But we have to understand that we can keep it under bondage by taking one small step today. You want to know what that is? Just build your relationship with Jesus Christ. One. Two, ask God to bring you someone in your life that's going to uplift you, that's going to listen to what you have to say and give you God and real at the same time. Stop cookie cutting the stuff that's going on, pastors, leaders. We need to be real with people. Let's stop being so heavenly minded and we're no earthly good. That's why the people in the in the street don't give us the respect because we don't be real with nothing. We want to be walking on Shonda and Honda in our in, in our Shonday all 365 days a year and the people are out here hurting. We're not giving no one biblical aptitude or basics to, to defeat the nonsense that the devil is throwing at everybody. But we want people yeah. to sow into our ministry, though. We want people to give your best gift. We still on Amen. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, still begging for money. But we don't want to give nobody biblical basics for free. Uh-oh. Let mm. me stop. Because that's a whole nother story, whole nother topic. But I'm trying to get us in trouble. Well, hey, Brother Don, we stay in trouble. So if we, if there was an award show for being controversial, we'll probably win every award on the on the calendar because we stay in trouble. Because it, it, it's time it, it's time for us to stop. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to make enemies. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make soldiers. I'm not trying to be be friendly with everybody Amen. I know. I'm trying Amen. to build souls. And if you don't have if you don't like what I have to say, go before God about it. Because God told me to say it the way He wants me to say it, and I'm not gonna change what God told me. This is how God told me to interpret the word, break it down, keep it real, keep it in context so people can actually use it. I'm not gonna throw all this Greek, Hebrew, and all this other stuff that has nothing to do with it, and that's not gonna teach you how to build yourself and, and guide you through this depression, this stuff that we're in, this heaviness, all this uncertainty. We have to build from basics. We have to build our relationship. We have to build true friendship in God, true ironing, sharpening iron with one to another. I don't think I'm better than anybody. See, that's where people think and get it twisted. Yeah, I'm arrogant when it comes to the fact that I know what God told me because God took me out of the death grip. God healed my body, and I had no one else to turn to but God. Am I saying that because I'm upset? No. I, it was the best thing that happened to me. Let me tell you why. Because I was so relying on folks, gentlemen. I was so reliant on the pastors and the staff and mm. everybody coming to see how I was doing. And God stopped all of it. And he said, you're going to trust me through this. You don't need nobody. All you need is me right now. You've been putting folk before me for the last 40 years of your life. It's time for me mm. to be first in your life. And when he did that, it changed my whole perspective on who Jesus Christ was. Am I saying that? Is nah. a, am I trying to knock the church? No. What I am saying is 
I had to be, I, I don't want anybody to be laying on their back to finally realize that Jesus Christ is real. I don't want nobody to be almost taken out of here just to realize that Jesus Christ is real. I knew who Christ was. I had all the cliches, just like Pastor Sego says. I had every, I had every cliche. My pocket was heavy. I was dripped in cliche. I was on fleek with cliche. I knew exactly what to say, how to say it, how to sing it, how to modulize it, all that stuff. But when it came to life, I didn't know how to handle it because I got so, uh, so uh, uh, addicted to folk. I needed to find mm. out what folk had to say about me. I wanted mm. to make sure mm. that my pastor approved what I was saying. I wanted to make sure that people embraced me. And it ain't about me. It's about the souls that Jesus wants saved before he comes back. Period. So let's get off our high horse. Let's beat this spirit of heaviness. Let's beat this spirit of fear and understand we are going to go through because we have to be processed to be in position to be prosperous. I hope you caught that because I'm not saying it again. If you want to listen to it, listen to it on the replay. Just saying. So I'm done. I got off my soapbox. I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. And gentlemen, again, Thank you so very much for being available and coming on the show with me and breaking it down. Even though I've been going off for the last couple of shows, I appreciate your patience with me and allowing the spirit to have its way. And I praise God for your respective ministries. And I praise God for both of you for coming on the show today and uh, giving your uh, spiritual perspectives on these very controversial subjects. And uh, and again, I praise both praise God for both of you, and also Pastor Jean as well. Praise God for her as well. Man, Amen. I think I'm done, and I'm a I'm a just calm down <laughs> a little bit because I'm a little I'm off the hook right now. I'm a little bit on fire, gentlemen. So I gotta get yeah. some cold water before I, before I uh, melt this whole studio down because my fire is hot. And I need to see what God's trying to tell me. Because usually when that happens, God's downloading something else. So, of course, we yeah. got another controversial topic coming up and another series. Oh, another series. Well, that's how I like to teach. Just saying. In series. So Amen. if you miss it, you can always go back and catch up and all that stuff. You can go to www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. You can also listen to TPV radio 24 seven. We have great music from people you never heard of before to, of course, the people that are on the mainstream. We have the word from TPV ministry staff. We have off the different, different, different perspectives on how God is in our lives and what God has done in our lives. Listen, get TPV radio. You will never hear Christian radio quite like this. Not toot my own horn, but I listened to our own station when I be on the road and I forget it's 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 TPV radio and I'm just being real, just saying. I'm like, oh, that's oh, that's us, you know. So because when I get in my car, it automatically the app automatically picks up and it starts playing and I realize and then when I look up at the console, it says the Thomas Voice Radio Network and I realize that's us. So I'm like, oh, duh. 
I had, a hair, I had an airhead moment. But anyway, I love you, family. Get the app, 5365. It's on Apple and Android. Type in the Samish Voice Radio Network. You're in there. Bypass the subscription by hitting the X on the upper left-hand side of your screen. You don't have to pay for it. It's free. Hit the heart button. Take us everywhere with you. Coming up at 4.30, it is Cell Life with Michael Savalos, part two. You don't want to miss it. It'll be here in in just a few minutes. We love you, family. We praise God for you. And always remember, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. When you see the psalmist's voice, Pastor say, go. Brother Don, in your streets, in your hood, doing it big for the kingdom. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Psalmist's voice reloaded. TPV Radio. We out. We love you. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.